Hello, and welcome to the Anti-MLM Weekly Roundup. This podcast is brought to you by the MLM Police Anti-MLM, found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as AmericansAgainstMLMs.com. My name is Carrie, and I'm going to be your host. Hello, nice to meet you. Our goal of this podcast is to give you a weekly roundup of what's going on in the anti-MLM community. We'll share relevant content that has been circulated around social media via Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and YouTube. I know personally that the different Facebook groups, pages, IG accounts, and YouTubers can be a bit overwhelming. Our hope here is to make this a one-stop shop for all of your anti-MLM needs. We'll interview content creators, victims of MLMs, and share stories from listeners. If you would like to share your MLM story, you can DM the MLM Police Anti-MLM on Facebook or on Instagram. You can also email in your stories to the MLM Police at gmail.com. Okay, let's get into it. So as you know, this is our first week, so I'm going to try to cover as much as I can. Um, But to be perfectly honest with you, so much has gone on. I I thought to myself, how far should I actually go back? So I'm going to go back to last Monday and kind of go from there. Um, So here we go. This week in the community. A lot has happened this week, including racism being called out, top leaders losing their affiliate sponsors, the FTC sending out another round of warning letters to MLMs, and an idolized motivational speaker announcing her divorce. And more. That one just blows me away. I can't wait to talk about that one. If you're new to the anti-MLM community, you might want to take a seat because this is a little bit of a wild ride. Let's start by saying that our global crisis right now is at an all-time high. I'm not going to discuss politics in the U.S. because personally, like, I'm Canadian and I have no right to speak on anything that's going on in the U.S. right now. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, This podcast is not made to, to talk about politics or anything like that. So I am only going to speak about it if it relates to an MLM or the anti MLM community. So globally, we're in a mess though. Um, With the virus, it's flipped everybody's life upside down and made a lot of people really vulnerable to MLMs, searching for an extra income or whatever have you. If you follow the anti-MLM community, but not closely, on April 24th, the FTC sent a warning letter to some MLMs warning them of their false health claims and their false earning claims. The companies that got a letter for both health and earnings was doTERRA, Prove-It, Total Life Changes, Tranon, Moder, and Arbon. Just false income claims was ID Life, which I personally have never heard of, It Works, and Rodin and Fields. And Just Health Claims was Zervita, another one that I've never heard of, but noted. A lot of companies uh, took this very seriously and really buckled down on what their distributors were allowed to post. Arbon, for example, now has set posts for their graphics for the distributors so that they can post them as well as the income disclosure statement. Although most tons just made their profiles private, the false claims are still happening with most, if not all of these companies. On June the 5th, 
the FTC issued six more letters to MLM companies stating that they're violating the truth and advertising laws. These include for health and earnings was Isogenics and the Juice Plus company. For earning claims, Melaleuca. But, but, but I thought Melaleuca wasn't an MLM. <laughs> as much as the company is trying to say that they're not, they have pretty charts, they like to show the difference, etc. They completely are. Absolutely, 1,000%, they are completely an MLM. For health claims, Longevity, and they were warned about claims in both Spanish and English, and Vivri, um, a company I've never heard of either, and it was for their Spanish claims only, as well as Plexus Worldwide. Now, in my opinion, I think that this is a great start. If everyone can just keep reporting these claims, the FTC can really move forward with shutting them down. I wish that they would throw the book at them for using the protests as well to promote their product, but one step at a time, I suppose. There was a post from a unique hen holding a waterproof mascara in a pool with the caption, if you're crying because of what has happened in our city, you can get some waterproof mascara from your friendly makeup and skincare specialist, me, heart emoji. Um, no, no, just, just no. First of all, stop using a crisis to shill your crap. Seriously, period, done. Like, it's the most ridiculous thing and it just makes you look sad. I'm sure that your friends are a little embarrassed right now. Secondly, you're not a specialist, hun. You don't have any form of schooling to back up your claims. And I'm sorry, but I hope that you get in trouble for that because people that actually go to school to learn about skincare are probably very livid right now at these MLM companies where these girls pay 99 bucks and sign up and think that they're a specialist in everything. Come on, maybe in your stupid freaking mascara. Anyways. This doesn't even touch on the disgusting posts that were happening. On top of that, makeup puns from Unique started a beauty has no skin tone campaign. They used a slogan that was made prior and a top leader in Unique has been selling these for a while with the sales going to the Unique Foundation. When they were asked about where the money from the sales would go, Ben Riley, the chief sales officer for Unique said that it wouldn't be going to the Unique Foundation. He was called out on that in the comments, though, because he had commented earlier telling a unique hun that the money was being donated to the Unique Foundation. Anyways, a few hours later, Daddy Warbucks, I mean, Derek Maxfield, announced that the sales would be going to the Equal Justice Initiative. I really, truly hope that this is moving Unique in a new and inclusive direction and that they'll start to realize that, that they need to release a better shade range. The shade range that they have right now is ludicrous. As well, maybe, just maybe, they'll also recognize their only male black status presenter who's gay. I'm not going to hold my breath for that one though, because we all know that the Latter-day Saints don't think very highly of homosexuality, and I'm not going there. Zach Green does need to be recognized though, that's all I'm going to say. And yes, I'm an ex-hun, but... Back to the beauty has no skin tone. Presenters decided to take it amongst themselves to start painting their face with different shades. Yes, like blackface. Mombi, a content creator on Instagram and Facebook, has been working tirelessly to call out the racism within the Hun community. Multiple presenters from Unique and other MLMs were blatantly making racial slurs on social media. 
Well, Mom B also covered these posts from Huns with essentially black face and beauty has no skin tone written on them. A news station reached out to Mombi and it made the ABC4 News straight out of Lehigh, Utah, the MLM haven. Thanks for your hard work, Mombi. In other news, there was an article by 9now.com about a Tupperware lady that got screwed over by the Tupperware company. Long story short, she was a top seller in Tupperware and the company offered to lend her $240,000 to buy this distributorship for a regional area in Toowoomba, uh, west of Brisbane. It didn't end up working out. She lost everything, including her marriage. Honestly, it's quite a sad story. But if you want to read the whole thing, it's posted on the MLM Police's Facebook page, dated June the 9th, if you need to scroll back to read it. Okay, now for some funny memes. I'm going to do my best to describe them here. I've never actually had to describe a meme, um, yeah, in this capacity before, so, so we'll see. Okay, so I'm just going to do a few here. As the weeks go on, I'm going to be covering more and more content creators that are posting all over social media, but because this is our first episode, I'm just going to cover um, the ones that I saved and because I thought that they were just hilarious and the ones that the MLM police have have posted. Okay, so the first one here um, was posted on June the 6th and the credit goes to at sadgirl42 on Instagram. It says, hit me up if you want to turn 175 bucks into 2500. It's not a scam. We sell in crack. Oh my God, that's so funny. Oh man. Okay, so the next one is actually, this is a post that was posted on June the 7th. Um, and it was a hairdresser had posted an update from a customer that was using Monat and her hair had broken. It was actually in shambles. Um, and she showed the progress after eight months and was saying basically, this is why you don't this is why you don't use Monat. It's horrible for your hair. It breaks your hair. It's wrecking your hair. Of course, these are my opinions only because this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. But yes. So that's a really interesting post to look at as well. Now, this one is what I've been waiting to get to. Um, so I personally, I'll just tell you a little bit about myself tad, not much. I was a unique hun for a little while. And when I first started with unique, they really, really pushed on me that I needed to start reading uh, self-help books and listening to podcasts that really boost your positivity and, and motivate you to do better. Anyways, one of the people that they had um, suggested was Rachel Hollis. Now, if you know Rachel Hollis, um, or if you know of her, I shouldn't say if you know her, I'm sure a lot of people don't actually know her, but if you know of her, she has built her entire company on success, on being success a successful wife, um, a, a mother, running this empire herself that coincidentally her husband quit his top exec job at Disney to become the CEO of her company and join her. But anyways, um, 
Rachel Hollis actually announced last week, last Tuesday, that she is getting a divorce. So this is what she had to say. Guys, I have some hard news to share, and the honest truth is I have no idea how someone announces something like this. I'm just going to say it. Dave and I have made the incredibly difficult decision to end our marriage. We started out as best friends 18 years ago, and the truth is that core friendship and the parts of us that work so well have become a band-aid for the parts of us that don't. We've worked endlessly over the last three years to make this work and have come to the conclusion that it is healthier and more respectable, respectful for us to choose this at the, as the end of our journey as a married couple. We remain dear friends as we raise our family as co-parents and run our company as partners. We're choosing joy, even though, I'll be honest, the last month has been one of the most awful in our lives. I want to be strong and bold and optimistic for you now but every ounce of my energy is reserved in being these things for my children. Now, I just want to say for a woman that has actually branded herself on having the perfect life and the perfect husband and how you can work through any obstacle together. She's written books on uh, in girl, wash your face. She actually said that, She practically stalked her her husband until he agreed to be with her. But anyways, I digress. A lot of her actual fans um, are really upset right now because she sold them a lie. And through everything that they've been through and what her fan base has been going through. And then she says, you know, like, are you actually, um, is a good friend somebody that, that will give up on their own. How did she say it? She said, is it really, can you really depend on a friend who will give up on her own marriage? That's disgusting. I'm not judging Rachel Hollis and Dave Hollis because I don't know them. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I am on my second marriage, my first marriage when we ended it, he ended it actually. But when we ended it, A lot of people were blown away. Nobody knew what was going on behind behind closed doors. That said, I did not build a brand on having a perfect marriage with my ex-husband. That's for sure. So I can totally understand why her fan base is actually really, really upset about this. They felt they feel lied to and betrayed, really. Especially um, on their Rise Together podcast that they have. There was a podcast dated April 30th of this year, and she says right in there um, how they're clearing the air about resentment that they brought into the quarantine, and most importantly, how we arrived at now feeling stronger and more in love than ever. And then one month later, announced that for the last three years, you've been struggling, and for the last month, it's been absolutely heartbreaking to you. Come on, lady. Uh, I think that she's lost a lot of followers because of this. Honestly, I wish her the the best. I wish Dave the best in whatever they decide to do. But the fact that you built a brand on this perfect marriage and how everybody else is, isn't trying hard enough if they don't have that as well, you get everything that's coming to you, honey. That's all I have to say about that. Okay, so <laughs> the next meme... Um, was actually posted 
by actually, no, Karen, I'm not interested in your pyramid scheme, okay, on Facebook. And it is a picture of what looks like a clown convention with everybody in all their getup. Looks like LuLaRoe, <laughs> like they're all wearing LuLaRoe. But anyways, it says, when pharmacy, unique, Mary Kay and Avon all have a convention. I thought it was cute. It was pretty funny, actually. So there was also um, a news article that the FTC warned the Melaleuca um, about his marketing claims and um, that he needs to pull it back a little bit because, like I just said earlier, they actually got in trouble for having false claims. So that's a little interesting. <clears throat> um, also... Last Wednesday, the MLM police posted and said, I'm ready for the hate. And it said, yesterday was the 42nd year anniversary of the day that God revealed to the Mormon church that black people were no longer cursed, uh, now had equal rights in the church, and no longer was it true that only white-skinned Mormons would go to heaven. If you think the founders of Unique give a flying F about a presenter being racist, think the F again. And it's quite interesting how uh, MLMs and the Mormon church do come into play, I'm sure. If you've been part of this community for a while, you've realized that most um, of these MLM companies are actually founded out of Utah, um, more specifically Lehigh, Utah. And um, most of the founders of these companies are also Mormon and part of the Latter-day Saints church. That's why she had said that because um unique of all of the companies that have been getting notifications there was um quite a few women that were called out for their racial slurs especially when the protests were going on and um paparazzi pharmacy other companies they had come forward and actually fired the consultants that were making these racial slurs and good on them because they absolutely deserve every freaking thing that comes to them for saying such awful things but unique had a different stance and unique says we don't own them they're not employees of ours they're independent contractors and we can't control what they do or say so they're not actually taking a stance to say, listen, this is not going to be accepted and you need to shut it down or we're getting rid of you. But they won't do that because that's that's another customer gone. And by customer, I don't mean her customers. I mean her. She's the customer. We all know this. So anyways, I could rant on forever about how the presenters or distributors are the customer, but I'll save that for another day maybe. Another meme here says maybe she was born with it. Maybe it's Mona. And it's actually, I don't even know who the guy is, um, but he's bald, essentially looks like a bald gremlin. Another one that was found on the uh, subreddit anti-MLM. It said, um, oh, I'm going to try to read this and I'm going to totally butcher it. But it's uh, Baby Yoda's, and it says, Hello, everyone's. Mommy forgotted this. She says, Blank is having a, a queening party <laughs> June 3rd. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. If people get, goes, it helps her. 
No need buys anything. Mommy will goes and buys stuff. Mommy says she saves money for these parties and can do twee. What? You do not have to buy stuff. Parties are fun because mommy blank and me's start funny talks in Facebooky live and a lady doesn't knows us. She thinks we're different peoples. If you want to see us be naughty and watch the Facebooky wives cleaning parties, send blank PM to be invited. Help blank get on the choo-choo twain with free, free stuff. Oh my God, I want to puke even reading that. I don't even know what it was for. I don't even know what company it was for because it doesn't even say. And I honestly don't even care. That was horrible to, re to read, like horrible. Anyways, there was a couple other um, posts about calling out these, um, the Huns that have racial slurs as well. But there was this funny one here. Uh, and uh, a follower actually posted it to the MLM police, anti-MLM, anti-MLM, and tagged the, that's a scorching 500 degrees Karen height. And it says, I'm taking all my Karen energy to my town's Facebook next door message boards. I'm taking screenshots. I'm visiting profiles for work info. I'm emailing managers. If you live in my town and you say racist shit, your boss is going to know. Also found on the subreddit anti-MLM, it says, I don't condone looting, says the bitch doing pyramid schemes. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Another one that says, if your friends don't stop you from doing Arbon, they're not true friends, bub. <laughs> so Talia Mar posted on Twitter and said so many makeup brands using we stand by you statements when they haven't even created a foundation shade suitable for the people that they're supposedly standing up for. Yeah, we're looking at you, Unique. Absolutely, we're looking at you, Unique. A new subreddit was started uh, the other night and it is called Unique is Punique if you are looking for a new subreddit. And it's basically where... Um, you're going to watch the dumpster fire of Unique go down. So anything relevant to Unique and them getting hand slapped by the media, uh, the FTC, etc. I believe then it's all going to be posted there. There was another post um, of promoting your MLM at, a we at your wedding. And it's the bride with all the bridesmaids and they're all wearing LuLaRoe leggings. The funniest part, though, out of all of this is on this meme, they have gotten rid of the faces, obviously, to cover identities, but they put different faces, like the sad face, the side-looking face, the grimacing face, and the bride has has the cat smiling. Oh, it's just so funny. Who would wear leggings underneath a dress, probably in the summer, I'm assuming, the weather must be nice. They're all wearing nice dresses without sleeves. So I would assume that the weather's nice. So I'm sure they have some major chafing going on. Like who would even wear that? In other news, there is um, a Herbalife 
storefront that has decided to take um, some grief from a family um, that lost their nine-month-old baby unexpectedly, and they're making a specific drink um, to promote and to, to help the family, I suppose. Um, so this place has come down for the, the Chloe special, and essentially... They said that 50% of the profits are going to be donated to the family. But we all know that when these fundraisers happen, it's just so that quotas can be reached by the Hun for the company, whether it's to help them rank up, to stay active. In this case with Herbalife, it's probably to get rid of product that's in their store right now because they probably have an abundance of it because nobody wants your freaking Herbalife. But anyways... So there was another post that said, unique, these tax tactics are not good. And on it, it said, it's um, advice on how you can promote your business and stay relevant, I suppose. So it says, fake it till you make it. Over-exaggerate things, no one is watching you. No one knows exactly what you're doing. Show that you're a go-getter. Get up, get ready, take a selfie and post it. Be excited. Make your Facebook think your business is booming, even if you've only had one order. That's the worst part. And that is actually in bold. That is the worst part. So you're you're essentially saying, lie to everybody and make it look like you are just the fantastic businesswoman and people will flock to you. Hey, why not? Approach your customers to be a teamie. But I... I thought that it wasn't about recruiting. I, I thought in order for them to not be a pyramid scheme, recruiting isn't... Oh, right, because recruiting actually is the most important thing for an MLM. They just have a product to make it look like it's a it's not a pyramid scheme. Okay, gotcha. Says if they're always helping people out on the support page for free, show them that they can just get paid for it. Oh, what a good friend you will be. Post an inspiration, oh, daily tasks, sorry. Daily tasks. You have to do all of this every day, okay? Post an inspirational quote or picture. Add five Facebook friends. Comment slash start a conversation with five existing friends. Post a unique tutorial video, either your own or another presenter's. Post about your love for the product with a picture. Post about how busy you are. Post a lifestyle photo kids, friends, family, etc. Take an hour a day to work on personal development. Watch YouTube videos. Yeah, I recommend a lot of anti-MLM uh, content videos on YouTube. They should talk to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Or read books on personal development, etc. That's where Rachel Hollis comes in because they tell you that you should be looking at all of this information um, and looking within yourself because you're not going to find happiness and growth as a company unless you find it within yourself first. But at the same time, on the other hand, they're giving you this false sisterhood where everything is just rosy. And if you're negative, then you'll get blocked from everything. So you have to be uppity and positive and fake in order to be accepted. And then as soon as you leave, you're taken out with the trash because you no longer promote the only thing that you have in common with these women. Let's be serious. Anyways. Also, there was um, 
something posted on Twitter by at Zachary Bird uh, that was also posted on the anti-MLM subreddit and it said hey just reminding you that even if nobody likes your tweets it's okay we see you and value you unless you're trying to sell essential oils in which case delete your account i think that's how all of us feel so and then there's another one that says i'd sell cocaine before i sold or arbon or monate so please stay out of my dms girl i feel you i feel you now, I am not into Animal Crossing at all, but apparently it's a big thing. So, t- t- I, I don't even know anything about Animal Crossing, to be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm going to try to explain this the best that I can. But, it's actually a meme that says, um, it was posted in Reddit Animal Crossing, and it's Animal Crossing characters Uh dressed up as MLM Huns. So there's Jambet, that's with lip sense. Um, Soli, Solal, yeah, I just butchered that. Alula Rohan. Monique is a unique Hun. Uh, Ali sells Avon. Gloria is the Mary Kay duck, it looks like. And Violet is the pure romance ape. It's actually pretty funny to see. I've seen other um, memes that have been made that people make like a Sensi shop and stuff like that in their Animal Crossing. I just honestly have never even looked up Animal Crossing to see what it is. So I feel like I can't give you proper information there. I think one of the best ones that I've seen in quite a while is it's a thread um, taken from Twitter. And the girl says, isn't Monat for yeast infections, LOL? And somebody responded and said, girl, that's Monistat. I'm weak. (laughs) The next one was sent in by a follower to the actually, no, Karen, I'm not interested in your pyramid schemes. Okay, page. And it says, it seems using MLM products on young babies is a new trend. (sighs) Another thing that just infuriates me. Like, you don't have children to help promote your freaking products, Karen. Jeez. Anyways, um, it says a sensitive solution. The Soothe Regimen for Sensitive Irritated Skin and Facial Redness with Multi-Med Therapy. So there's a before picture of the baby and it's a really washed out picture to be honest. The blanket behind is like a pale pink color. The baby's cheeks are a little bit red. Looks like uh, the baby might have actually just eaten. And then there's an after picture of 12 hours after the first use. And obviously the lighting is so much better. The blanket behind the baby is a bright pink now. Um, And the baby just has like an overall better skin color and it's because the lighting's obviously a lot better and it says I love these products because they're even safe and useful for babies and children okay Rodin and Fields if that's the new level that you need to to stoop to you're at a new level that's disgusting there's another one here and um, the MLM police actually found it on the weekend and it said attention dog lovers prepare to be triggered Valentis has a new product for dogs. According to their website, the said product turns your dog's red blood cells into round shape, 
think fully inflated basketballs, okay? And then uh, they said, can we euthanize anyone that buys this for their dog? Honestly, I'm not even going to talk about the product. Um, as said before, it is a Valentis product for canines only. Um, but I personally, I have a dog. My little doggy is five and a half years old and he's a miniature um, teddy bear Yorkie. And he's just the most adorable dog. Um, I know that we all think that our dogs are the most adorable, but he seriously is just so adorable. And I honestly would never, ever, ever use a product like this without speaking to my vet first. And I'll go as far as saying I won't use anything unless my vet recommends it. Because obviously my vet went to school um, to be a veterinarian and is very skilled in that profession. So I'm not going to take advice from some hun on the internet that says that her MLM company that makes subpar products uh, has something for my dog. No, I won't even use your products on myself. Why the hell would I use these products on my dog? He's my everything. Thanks, but no thanks. Also on YouTube, there was a really, really good video um, posted by Not The Good Girl, and it's called Why I Quit The MLM Industry At The Top. She was in the top 1%. I recommend this video to everybody. If you are thinking about getting out of an MLM, um, if you are have recently quit, if you have quit a while ago, I'm telling you her story, and it's not even part of it, but her story is, it'll resonate with everybody. Everybody can relate to this because some of the things that she touches on, on how you're treated, about the fake lifestyle, everything, um, yeah, highly, highly, highly recommend this video. Again, it's called Why I Quit the MLM Industry at the Top, and it's by Not the Good Girl. She's also done a couple more videos where she actually uh, interviews Roberta um, Blevins, I believe her name is, and she's the one that left uh, LuLaRoe and um, had the Vice documentary about her and kind of what she went through with LuLaRoe and the defective leggings and everything. Anyways, I recommend for sure. Um, while I'm on it, Another person that I recommend for uh, YouTube, if you are into watching YouTube content, is Margaret Angel. She's a smaller um, YouTuber. Well, I say smaller, but in the last week or so, she's really, really exploded um, and has like, I think, 3.6 thousand subscribers now. But anyways, she has a really good standpoint on MLMs in general. Um, she has videos on her personal experience. She breaks down messages that have been sent. Um, just reaction videos. A lot of YouTube videos are reaction videos lately. Uh, but she does reaction videos as well. But she has this really good one that I love. And I've actually watched it a couple of times. And it, it just gets me in my feels, you know. <laughs> like it just pulls on my heartstrings. And it's called MLN. MLM Huns Misuse the BLM Movement. Um, and she posted it about a week ago. And it's a really good one to see. Another one is the MLM Horror Story and Fails. That's a, a good one to watch too. I 
I like to binge personally. I binge on on YouTube videos with all different anti-MLM creators, um, as well as I love true crime. And um, so I watch a lot of, a lot of uh, true crime creators as well. But anyways, um, yeah, when I binge on the anti-MLM, I usually find one good video and I'll binge watch most of their videos. And then, you know, you look up and it's like three hours later, you're like, holy crap. Anyways, so I highly, highly recommend those two, Not the Good Girl and Margaret Angel. Okay, so back to the memes. Okay, so the next one is one. So I'm Canadian. Um, I live in Ontario, if you guys even know where this is. But I live in Ontario. I live near Toronto, um, which is basically our mega hub for our population in Ontario. And Virgin Radio Toronto Uh, They posted on their Instagram and said that Band-Aid is now actually coming out with five different shade ranges for their Band-Aids. So the caption was, pretty sad when Band-Aid is coming out with a better shade range than Unique. Seriously, with a snicker. I thought that that was interesting. And I I definitely find it interesting that... um, Unique hasn't actually spoken on it at all, but whatever. I guess, I guess for them, it's just easier to act blind than to face their actual issues. So the next one that was, it was just posted yesterday and it says, so who's heard of Modere? Perfect example of a faux staged before and after. So it says, here's a photo, a photo of someone's results who already started using it. I don't know what the product is and I don't really care. But the picture is, so the before is an up-close picture of the back of this lady's legs, okay? And she's just standing, just normally. She's just standing. And then it's doing, like, at the back of her legs and then the side. And it's showing cellulite and whatever because, you know, if you clench, then the cellulite's all going to show. All of us women who are over 30, I'm sure you can feel me right now. I don't want to admit it. But here I am. Anyways, so then the after picture is a little bit farther back. um, And it looks like she put some lotion on uh, and maybe even a little bit of tanning lotion. And it says, oh, one week results from the body firming foam that comes out tomorrow. And you can clearly tell that she's like sticking her butt out. And yeah, it's clearly false advertisement. So... Anyways, that is the um, the memes for the week. Now I want to get into some personal stories. So we put out myself um, and the anti-MLM uh, police, or sorry, the MLM police anti-MLM. And um, we put out a request asking for stories on Facebook and Instagram. So this is my favorite part and it's my favorite part only because like I told you before, I was a hun. I get it. I totally, totally get it. Um, and the best part about sharing stories is letting other people know that you're not the only one. You're not the only one that's been through this, whether you weren't actually a hun, um, 
but you know people that have gotten into it or if you know people that tried to get you into it our stories actually vary all over the place i have a couple of really 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 good ones lined up for the next episode i almost want to read them now but okay i'm just i'm gonna go with the ones that i already have here next episode there is two doozies oh i just just thinking actually about their stories is and the one is a unique story and i totally like i messaged her again after and was like okay like i totally feel every single thing that you just said about all of this like i totally feel it because she was like bang on with everything but anyways okay so if you have a story to share um you can send it to you can dm uh the mlm police on instagram or on facebook you can in you can send me a DM on Instagram at the anti MLM army, or you can send it in if you think it's a little too long. Um, you can send it into the MLM police at gmail.com. I've had a couple of people that um, are going to email me in a story just because it's extremely long, um, or there's one lady that has actually been in multiple companies over the last. 10 years or so and she's going to tell us the entire story so she's emailing it in and I look forward to that okay so this one was a Facebook submission and it starts I was with paparazzi accessories for a little over a year I got into it because I saw the live circulating on Facebook and it did look like a lot of fun I saw my friends having a good time and talking about how much money they were making just by selling five dollar jewelry well I'm a stay-at-home mom of two who also homeschools. I've always wanted to help my husband financially, so paparazzi seemed like an easy way, according to them, to make some money. So I joined and I was excited. I started out slow, only selling maybe 20 pieces a week. Now I'm just gonna stop here. If you're not familiar with paparazzi accessories, um, the consultants buy the pieces for, I believe, $2.75 a piece it works out to and then they sell them for $5 a piece so they're making a couple couple dollars um, a piece so I'm not completely schooled in paparazzi jewelry but when I did their income disclosure statement recently um, and broke it down that's what I saw I believe it's $2.75 that they purchase it for and then they sell them for $5 so they make $2.25 a piece anyways so she was only selling maybe 20 pieces a week business picked up some and I started selling more and more each week as time went on however I noticed quickly that everything I made went right back into the business I had no money to help with things at home. Why? Well, paparazzi releases new inventory Monday through Friday. You truly get roped into it and want the new shiny pieces that come out daily. You want to be able to offer your customers the new jewelry to keep them shopping with you or else they'll shop with another consultant who does have the new. Ordering every day is not cheap either. If I made $300 in a week, that could be gone easily in in two to three days of ordering new jewelry. I'm not lying when I say consultants are paparazzi's number one customer. And honestly, I I can totally see it because when you look at their live videos on Facebook and they just have walls and walls and walls of jewelry. Actually, another thing before I continue with this story is I've noticed the latest thing with paparazzi consultants is trying to sell their quote unquote vintage pieces. And essentially that's just old, old stock. Like that, 
that's what it is. It's not like this is a piece of jewelry that's from the 60s. No, it's from last month. It's just not available anymore. So they like to call it vintage and make it seem like you're getting a limited edition piece for five bucks. Anyways, back to the story. That also doesn't even count the money that you need for other business expenses, nor the time that you put into the business. So I was not getting paid a penny for all of my work. Also, the profit is so slim. You have to sell a ton of it to really make anything, and that just doesn't happen for everyone. I soon realized, too, that the uplines weren't working as hard and always had a contest for us, the downline, to order more inventory, to add new people to our team, etc. I realized that they were living pretty nice off of all of us and making an income while I wasn't. And I put a lot of heart and love into it. They would also tell us, they would also keep us updated with how many pieces we needed as a team in order for them to rank up each month. Not me, not others in the team, but them. Exactly. I actually made um, a thing for my Instagram the other day that said that, like, calling out the the leaders and saying like oh our team has made this rank how exactly does that help your team how how does that help me if i'm your downline if you are at a higher rank making a higher commission do i make a higher commission oh oh i don't oh oh okay great do i get products for cheaper oh no no i don't oh okay do i get more no i don't get more customers either so yeah, how exactly does it help me? How does it help the team? No, it helps you because you're at the top of the pyramid. Anyways, gets me fired up. <laughs> it was crazy and I started feeling so disgusted with all of it. I felt so used. They wanted us to cold message people, befriend people, add new people, talk to people just to make a sale. It was awful. It just did not sit well with me at all and I soon felt eager to leave. However, I did enjoy talking to my customers and that's what made me stick around longer. As a stay-at-home mom, I don't get a girl's night out or anything, so talking to my customers was nice and I felt like a true businesswoman. Then she put in brackets, LOL. But time went on and common sense smacked me in the face. I got out finally. I sold off all my remaining inventory at cost and deleted all my social media pages and left all the upline groups. I was done. I can't tell you how much happier I am now since leaving. I'm no longer stressing out, staring at my phone all the time, or have to worry about doing or saying this or that, what I can or can't because of crazy policies. Getting out was the best decision ever. Well, anonymous submission from Facebook, I totally agree with you and congratulations on, on getting out. I know how hard it is, especially if you're more of an introverted person that doesn't like to leave home. So when you're doing your lives and you're feeling like you're connected with people without actually having to be connected to them, um, I totally get it. When I left Unique, that's probably the only thing that I missed It was like socializing with my friends that were on my lives every day with me. Um, and I stuck it out for a couple months longer for that reason. And also to find dupes so that I could, uh, I could tell my customers <laughs> of other products to get instead of Puniques. But anyways, okay. So the next one is an Instagram submission. So it says, Hey, I'm sending you my MLM story from the post that you created. I haven't heard many others mention this scam and I, 
and would be really beneficial for me if I had read something like this sooner. Thank you. The Scam, Free Life Movement, Breakaway Movement, and CEO Movement. I nearly became part of the CEO movement. I think now it has collapsed. This time last year, until my friends made me see the light. However, I'm infuriated to find out that two more, from what I've seen, movements have popped up over the past year and a half. These quote-unquote movements make you purchase high-ticket items worth at least 5,500 to 7,000 euros. They will initially make you purchase a trifect option, which consists of um, Anagix, Kangen water, ionizer, alkalizer thing, <laughs> Yukon turmeric tablets, and Anespa shower adapter. That is a mouthful. <laughs> I don't know how the people that sell it can say that so easily. <laughs> okay. I ended up purchasing a water machine and the Yukon tablets for 3,500 euros. Oh my God. As I could not afford the trifecta, they kept pushing. I had a bad feeling as soon as I bought. As soon as it arrived, I returned it. However, it cost me 160 euros to return the products as the nearest Anagic center was in Germany. They will encourage you to use credit to fund all of this. Not only that, they expect a monthly subscription fee of around $75 or a one-time fee of $99, depending on the movement. This money is gonna fund the people at the top. This recruitment Recruitment structure is obviously a pyramid scheme. They will brain, brainwash you with false positivity, growth mindsets, abundance, vision boards, and manifestations. They've jumped onto the false spirituality bandwagon with crystals and healthy water. If you end up leaving, they'll, they'll give you patronizing sympathy about how you didn't try hard enough and weren't working enough, you weren't woke enough, quote unquote. It has the worst cult tendencies I've seen across all MLMs. There's a very close-knit group of girls at the very top of the pyramid and the Instagrams sell the dream very well. I just wanted to make this post in case anybody else is searching any of these businesses and wanted to know if it's a scam. The short answer is yes, effing run. Extra, I just wanted to point out that Rob Bragatam, the top CEO movement pyramid, is Elise Parker of Raw Alignments brother. This info may mean nothing to most of you, but it blew my mind and made me see Elise in a different light. Thank you so much for your submission. I recently had somebody talk to me about Kangen Water. Um, obviously, they weren't giving me a pitch because I, I'm pretty open about how anti-MLM I am. Um, but somebody was just saying that they can't believe this Kangen Water thing that's going around and how much money it actually costs and how they rope people into a dream. I do believe though here that there are some actual stores set up and they do recruitment and go and, and they host interviews for salespeople uh, based on commission only of course. But yeah, anyways, um, it sounds like a really bad one. And I feel for anybody that actually goes into it. I'm glad you got a return, but it sucks that you had to pay 160 euros for it, but at least you weren't part of it, right? Anyways, next submission uh, from Instagram. Hi there, I have a story. Some girl I went to school with my whole life sold Advocare, as well as a million other people in my area, in brackets. I have PCOS and have had two miscarriages. I have an effed up thyroid that's functioning, but I have Hashimoto. 
The cherry on the top of the cake was being diagnosed with diabetes in 2013. Of course, I was devastated because my then endocrinologist was an awful human being who neglected my health. So then I went from pre-diabetes to full-blown in a month. Oh, girl. Anyhow, I was upset and I had posted about it on my Facebook. Oops. So she messaged me and said that Advocare could cure my diabetes. You cannot cure it. You can go into remission. Only bypass can cure it. But I was so hurt and so angry. So I messaged this girl back and I said, so what did you do? Did you message her back? And she said, I blocked her, LOL. I blocked them all after I block them all after I get a high school friend request and see that they're a hun, LOL. Yeah, people lose weight on AdvoCare because they shit their brains out. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> that was hilarious. So I said, is that what brought you to the anti-MLM community? Are you sick and tired of predatory spamming? And she said, they're so tacky. The selfies with the quotes daily. No one cares about your life, Karen. And pretty much seeing people push products and act fake and then lash out after someone turns them down. They're delusional. And I only use cruelty-free products and they lie about that. I love proving them wrong. Oh, honey, I love proving them wrong too. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for your submission. I'm so sorry that that your quote-unquote friend um, was trying to push this on you and tell you that it can cure diabetes. I told you in the DMs that my father, um, my uncles, and my cousin, they're all insulin-dependent diabetics, and I would be livid if somebody came to me and, and said that. So the next submission, I have two more, okay? Bear with me here. Okay, so the next submission, again, from Instagram is, my best friend recently joined Monate. She asked if I was interested. She could have her upline explain, in brackets, don't understand why she couldn't, if she's part of this company, she should know, but whatever. So they got on a Zoom call. Her upline supposedly explained to me this opportunity for my new business. I was unaware of the MLM community, so I didn't know how things worked. She asked what my, what my job was. Embarrassingly, I said I was unemployed. Her face literally lit up. I was still confused because she hadn't explained anything, but I wasn't even sure what to ask because everything was just all over the place. My gut feeling was that it was something sketchy. She asked why I wouldn't join that night if I had the money to start. Again, I don't understand the fact that I would start my own business, yet it wasn't mine. My friend mentioned the fact that they were starting, that I was starting grad school in the fall, which apparently was another reason for me to start. So she asked, don't you want to make money? Duh. Doesn't everyone want to make money? She pushed me to start. The fact that I was unemployed and she was pushing me to do this is just gross. I told her that I'm a private person. I don't feel comfortable recommending products to others. She said my mindset was off and how her mindset was good and how she was on her way to a free car. Free car, okay. My friend, interested in having her own business, is in it and a couple of months ago, she was having seminars on positivity. I would, su I would support so I would join and literally everyone else there was Monat girls, Monat girls. And their love bombing and toxic positivity is so annoying. I can't believe these MLMs exist. By the way, I didn't join. As soon as that Zoom call ended, I started researching Monate. Um, they had sent me videos they wanted me to watch to convince me to join, but nope. I saw all the lawsuits against them and I saw the structure of the company. Immediately, I knew I wouldn't join. Thanks to the anti-MLM community because they saved me. 
Oh, thank you so much for your story. And thanks for being part of the community. I think that is really good that we spread awareness and let other people know these stories and know like that they're not right. Okay, so last one. Hi, my name is Blank. I'm 22 years old and I'm from South Africa and was involved in not one, not two, but three MLM businesses. I was first introduced by my cousin and because he knew that we were not in the best condition. I live in a government home with my family, so it's six of us in a two-bedroom house. My parents don't work, so at the age of 18, when my cousin introduced World Ventures to me, I saw it as a way to change my family's life. I was excited and I couldn't wait to get started and boy was I in for a reality check. I was verbally abused by my upline. For months, I was not able to get a single sign up due to the company having such a bad reputation and you didn't need to dig deep to find an article about World Ventures being a scam. I was called lazy, playful, and stupid and was constantly reminded of how I needed to get out of my situation and how my family was depending on me. I've missed a few monthly payments and sometimes contributed my entire salary to catch up. I'm ashamed of myself for being stuck in something so evil for the past three years. It's an actual cult. We'd go to restaurants and take pictures of plates of our food to show people that we were living the, on best lives when in reality there wasn't much food at home. We were told to be a product of the product. When the news article started spreading an out-of-town, um, out-of-world venture scam, we were all called on for emergency meeting and told by our leaders that if anyone were to send us an article about the scam, whether it be our family or friends, we should respond with a cocky, are you ready to sign up? I'm in debt due to trying to attend all of these events and trying to keep up with the lifestyle. It's exhausting. This lockdown has been a blessing. I've distanced myself and do not plan on going back. There are top earners in the company who had their cars repossessed due to them dropping rank, therefore no longer eligible for the car bonus, and they can't keep up with the payment. Oh, hon, that is really sad, but I'm glad that you've seen the light and you've decided that it is a scam and you would be better off if you just left. I think a lot of people can really benefit from hearing stories like this. So I think everybody that sends in stories absolutely. Okay, so this is going to wrap up this week's episode of the Anti-MLM Weekly Roundup. I look forward to the next one and Hopefully you guys will tune in as well. I have a couple of really good stories to share um, as well as everything that's going on around the anti-MLM community. If you find interesting articles uh, that you think that I should talk about in my next episode, you can send them to me uh, through DM through the MLM police on Instagram or Facebook or on my own personal anti-MLM Instagram account at the anti-MLM army. I'm just a sub account for the MLM police, essentially. Um, But yeah, that's everything. And I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to the first episode. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Mm -hmm.